the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Senate looks to pass temporary funding to avoid a government shutdown. Fiscal responsibility is very important to us in the Biden administration. And um, I think the American people know that nothing could be further from the truth. Arizona sued by the DOJ for building a border wall from shipping containers. Outrageously, the federal government won't do their job on the southern border. The Senate holds hearings to determine if cryptocurrencies should be regulated. And they don't pay taxes on it. And that is why Elizabeth Warren would like to see it regulated. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast, your first look at today's top stories for Friday, December 16th. I'm Mike Scott. On late Wednesday night, House lawmakers voted to approve a short-term funding bill lasting through December 23rd. The vote passed with a 224 to 201 majority, mostly along party lines. This House has passed a stopgap funding bill to avoid a government shutdown tomorrow. The bill passed Wednesday night by a vote of 224 to 201, mainly along party lines. It buys lawmakers some extra time to hammer out a spending package to cover the full fiscal year. The temporary funding package will continue cash flow through December 23rd, giving negotiators an extra week to finalize their $1.7 trillion government spending deal. The Senate could approve the extension as early as today before it goes to President Biden for his signature. The bill will give lawmakers on Capitol Hill one extra week of work to hammer out details of a long-term spending bill worth about $1.7 trillion. When that happens, the bill will be voted on in the Senate. And then, if it passes, it would be sent to President Biden for his signature. However, many Republican lawmakers are critical of the extension, saying that a bill shouldn't be passed right before Republicans are poised to gain control over the House. Senator John Thune of South Dakota says that while the White House claims that fiscal responsibility is important, the fallout from its policies says otherwise. Last week, the uh, president's chief of staff um, said... These words, fiscal responsibility is very important to us in the Biden administration. And um, I think the American people know that nothing could be further from the truth. Uh, We've seen record inflation uh, borne out again today by the uh, latest CPI numbers. But if you look at the increase in the cost of everything since this administration has taken office, it's gone up uh, 13.8 percent. Uh, Overall, if you look at groceries, a 12% increase, electricity, 13.7% increase, and this is year-over-year numbers, and fuel oil, oil, 65.7% increase year-over-year. Thune explains that part of the reason so many Americans are struggling financially is, in his opinion, due to the massive spending from the Biden administration. 
Um, and this is a result of the massive amount of spending that this administration and on a party-line vote, the Democrats here in the Congress have approved in, in the last couple of years. It's as simple as that. And so what ha happens now is the Fed meets tomorrow, and they're, again, looking at another increase in interest rates, which uh, for uh, the American people who are putting more and more on their credit cards, um, looking at uh, price for automobiles, price for homes, uh, other things that they buy on credit, interest rates continuing to go up. Thune goes on to say that Republicans on Capitol Hill do have a plan to tackle the economic issues hitting the country hard. So, uh, you know, this administration clearly has no plan uh, for what, how to deal with that, but there are a few things I think that we could do if we were serious about getting inflation under control, and they have to do with uh, extensions of expiring tax policy that was part of the 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, uh, one of which is bonus depreciation. The Tax Foundation suggests that just extending bonus depreciation would create tens of thousands of jobs, add positively to the GDP. Um, the uh, research and development tax credit allowing the um, companies to take the full deduction for that also would be something that would create jobs, uh, create growth in the economy. The South Dakota senator says that he believes the president's policies are hurting Americans. These are pro-growth tax policies that would help keep the economy expanding and growing, incentivize businesses to invest, and make sure that the American people have uh, even better paying jobs. And so um, I'm hopeful that those are a few things that we could get done here in the waning weeks um, before the, uh, the end of this Congress. But uh, clearly, uh, this administration has been asleep at the switch when it comes to addressing the issue of inflation and the enormous adverse economic impact it's had on the American people. Some Republicans wanted a short-term funding bill to keep the government open through the middle of January, at which point the Republicans would seize control of the House and have more leverage on spending negotiations. According to reports, the Justice Department is suing Arizona Governor Republican Doug Ducey and his administration due to the use of shipping containers to build a wall at the state's northern border with Mexico, claiming that it trespasses on federal property. Correspondent Marissa Sarbach explains the court filing by the DOJ. There are hundreds of those shipping containers all along the Arizona-Mexico border. And the federal government DOJ lawsuit is saying that Governor Doug Ducey was actually trespassing and had no right to put those containers on Cocopaw Indian Reservation land and federal land as well. The lawsuit also says that those shipping containers pose a safety risk, disrupt the wildlife crossing patterns, and impede the ability of law enforcement officers to do their jobs. Governor Doug Ducey expecting and reacting to the lawsuit filed by the DOJ today, arguing the shipping containers were only meant to be a temporary solution due to inaction from the federal government. The letter reads in part, quote, We are encouraged by the federal government's long overdue efforts to finally begin constructing a border barrier. However, the announcement from the Department of Homeland Security that it would finally be filling gaps in the border wall dates back to December 2021, one year ago. Sarbach interviewed a local ranch owner who simply wants something to be done about the border crisis. And I'm glad he's standing up to them um, because, uh, you know, they won't do anything. 
and it's obnoxious that they're going to stand in the way of somebody that wants to try to do something for their state. Joe Celso owns a ranch two miles from the border in Cochise County. He wants something, anything to be done. Our local sheriff, they do what they can down here. Uh, the local border patrol agents, they care, uh, but there's only so much that they can do. They're very shorthanded. We're, when we call for a border patrol agent, we're lucky if we can get one to come out here. Sarbach goes on to say that parts of Arizona have issued a state of emergency over the surge of immigrant crossings. With the highest numbers of migration our southern border has ever seen, the chairman of the Yuma County Board of Supervisors has just issued a state of emergency, hoping to access more local, state, and federal funds to handle the influx of people. This isn't some imaginary crisis that may or may not, or emergency, excuse me, that may or may not happen. This is already happening. We already have a problem here. It's it's going to be exacerbated by anything that moves it. But Chairman Reyes does not believe shipping containers are the answer, calling them a political stunt. Migrant policy has always become a political football. In attention here in Arizona, we've seen Senator Mark Kelly, Attorney General Mark Burnovich, and of course Governor Doug Ducey all referring to it as a crisis at the border. Now we did reach out to Governor-elect Katie Hobbs's office and her transition team has not responded to our request for a comment or statement on the shipping containers. In August, Governor Ducey issued an executive order directing the state's Department of Emergency and Military Affairs to begin building a wall of shipping containers. The 3,820 feet of previously open border was closed with 130 shipping containers in just 11 days. Later, the project was expanded to cover other gaps in the Arizona-Mexico border. Texas Representative Brian Babin joined Fox News and said the Biden administration is turning a blind eye to the border crisis and being hypocritical. Outrageously, the federal government won't do their job on the southern border in Arizona and uh, Texas and uh, New Mexico or California. And so here we have our Constitution list specifically uh, says that uh, in Article 4, Section 4, and Article 1, Section 10, that in the event of an invasion, uh, that uh, uh, the, the, the federal government will protect us. They're not doing this. So uh, we have to protect ourselves. This is a, this is a self-defense, uh, uh, you know, a, a plan by, by the, uh, uh, the governor in, in Arizona. And, uh, and, and to put these shipping containers there to block the wall that should have been built. Babin lists what he believes are the failures of the Biden administration's immigration policy. They're putting the, their, their plan of bringing in millions and millions of illegal aliens, uh, you know, on the taxpayer's dime and forgetting about their own American citizens. Uh, overrun schools, hospitals, uh, police officers, drugs killing over, a, uh, you know, 100,000 Americans a year, a crime wave that's out of control. And uh, here they are going to sue Arizona. We have the same problem here in the great state of Texas. Uh, our governor and our, our state government uh, has done all we can in Operation Lone Star. We need to start picking up the, uh, you know, the, the, the uh, tempo and, and start really uh, taking these people and holding them, but, detaining them, and then removing them. The federal government know, won't do their job, Liz. We have to protect ourselves. Babin suggests that due to failure at the southern border, the Secretary of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, should be impeached.
the scariest number you mentioned are the gotaways. Uh, at this rate, we'll probably have three to four million gotaways by the end of this president's uh, t uh, term. And those gotaways are people that don't want to be caught. These are the terrorists. These are the gang members. These are the uh, child molesters, the rapists, the murderers. These are folks that intend on harming American citizens. And this this uh, uh, this president and Alejandro Mayorkas, his DHS secretary, okay. simply will not do their jobs. He needs to be impeached. The American people okay. need to be protected. Got it. The Biden administration isn't alone in criticizing the move by the outgoing Republican governor of Arizona. Some environmental activists are targeting Ducey's shipping container project. Some climate activists have attempted to stop the container wall by sitting on the containers in protest. Ducey leaves office in January with Democrat Governor-elect Katie Hobbs set to take over. She's expected to stop any further container wall work along the southern border. The Senate votes to ban the use of TikTok on government phones and devices. Daybreak Insider correspondent Tasha Stevens has more on this developing story. By a unanimous vote, the No TikTok on Government Devices Act was passed Wednesday night. Several states recently banned the use of TikTok on government devices and computer networks due to national security concerns. FBI Director Christopher Wray says the agency believes China has the ability to manipulate content on the app and collect data on its users. The measure still needs House passage and the president's signature. Tasha Stevens reporting. <laughs> The Senate debated whether cryptocurrencies need increased regulation in the wake of the FTX fallout. Senator Elizabeth Warren of Massachusetts announced at the hearing bipartisan legislation aimed at cracking down on cryptocurrencies being used in money laundering. The legislation co-sponsored by Republican Senator Roger Marshall of Kansas would require cryptocurrency exchanges to verify customer identities like banks and other financial institutions do. Senator Sherrod Brown says that issues concerning cryptocurrency are larger than FTX alone. Many Republicans on this committee think this is just FTX problem. It's a much bigger problem with crypto generally. Senator John Tester went so far as to question crypto's credibility. Because I don't know that anybody fully understands what the hell crypto even is. And so that's a problem. And like I said in the previous hearing, I don't want regulators to give this stuff uh, credibility. Senator Warren announced the bipartisan legislation aimed at cracking down on cryptocurrencies being used in money laundering. Keep in mind, this money laundering that's done through crypto supports the worst criminal organizations in the world, uh, and it puts our nation at risk. Ben McKenzie is an actor who also has a degree in economics and has made a name for himself exposing others in Hollywood who promote cryptocurrencies. He testified before the Senate and said that crypto is a Ponzi scheme bigger than any other in history. In my opinion, the cryptocurrency industry represents the largest Ponzi scheme in history. In fact, by the time the dust settles, crypto may well represent a fraud at least 10 times bigger than Madoff. 
the fact that it has roped in tens of millions of Americans from all walks of life, as well as hundreds of millions of people worldwide, should be of concern to us all. Steve Ducey of Fox and Friends says that while it's true that some shady characters use crypto for illegal enterprises, he believes Senator Warren is going after crypto because it is untaxed. The rap against crypto is accurate. It's genuinely be- deceptive. Because there are a lot of people in in the deep web and elsewhere who use crypto to pay for stuff. Uh, you know, drug, drugs, all sorts of bad stuff. And it's completely, for the most part, unregulated. And people make a lot of money and they don't pay taxes on it. And that is why Elizabeth Warren would like to see it regulated. And Kevin O'Leary himself uh, did say earlier that it should be, cryptocurrencies should be regulated. Brian Kilmeade, who also hosts Fox and Friends, believes that politicians who accepted donations from FTX need to give that money back. According to FTX, some 1.2 million retailers, uh, a.k.a. regular folks, and 5 million worldwide have lost access to the money that they put to FTX. So it is not just rich people like Kevin O'Leary wondering what happened with this investment or Tom Brady wondering uh, what's going to happen with the class action suit. It's... uh, Everyday people, Everyday people, middle class people, people lost. Yeah. And that's what's going to force these politicians to give back that money. When you see regular people say, I lost everything so you could have some more campaign ads mm-hmm. to win Wisconsin or whatever you were trying to do, that's going to be that's going to be political dynamite. Higher prices are stressing many Americans, especially those 65 and older. They may have an even harder time of it. Daybreak Insider's Rita Foley has more on the economic crunch hitting the nation's elderly. Take Lenore Angie, a retired school lunch worker from Cleveland, Ohio. At the age of 76, she had to go back to work, finding a part-time job as a salesperson at a department store to cover the costs of food and medicine for her ailing husband. The holidays, she says, are going to be tough. A larger share of people like her say they feel worse off financially than they were a year ago. That's according to the AARP. And this problem is expected to get worse as more baby boomers retire. I'm Rita Foley. The Daybreak Insider podcast is joined by Melanie Fish, travel expert, head of global public relations for Expedia, Verbo, and Hotels.com. In order to give you a few tips for holiday travel this season, Fish says the most popular question she is asked right now is, when should I book my flight? And that magic little window seems to be for domestic flights around a month ahead of time. And then for international flights, you want to go even longer than that. Fish says try to fly on the holiday. I actually have tickets booked to fly home on New Year's Day. Not only are you getting great value, I kind of like the quiet of the airports on those actual holidays. Fish also says check fares for different days. The busiest and most expensive day to fly is coming up this Saturday, December 17th, but fly on Monday. Fly on Tuesday. I'm seeing some really good fares there. They can be about 20% lower than traveling on that Saturday. And finally, a man who was given a terminal diagnosis has made it his personal mission to have as many life experiences with people across the world before he's gone. 
Don Caskey of Ohio was diagnosed with renal cell carcinoma in December of 2018. However, after many surgeries and treatments, despite doctors' best efforts, Caskey was given mere months to live. In an effort to make as many lasting memories as possible, Caskey decided to embark on a campaign to convince as many people as possible to get matching tattoos with him. So far, he's convinced 600 strangers to get $40,000 worth of matching tattoos with him. And he's not done. A terminally ill man with kidney cancer is now on a mission to celebrate his life and leave a lasting impact on people in a somewhat unusual way. Don Caskey of Ohio has a love of tattoos. Well, the 54-year-old father of five has been traveling to tattoo parlors all around America to get tattooed with complete strangers. He's been doing this since last August, in fact, and his unique mission is grabbing attention on social media. Now, some people are getting matching tattoos along with Caskey. It's uh, overwhelming in a wonderful way, but also very humbling. Uh, because to have somebody some, put something permanent on their body for me is just, it's huge. I mean, I, I don't know how to describe it other than the fact it's just one of the most amazing feelings ever. So far, Kasky has visited tattoo shops in Georgia, Florida, Wisconsin, Massachusetts, Ohio, Indiana, and Maryland. As the story has spread, people from all over the world have reached out to Kasky, wanting to help with his mission. He also said that he's received all his tattoos worth an estimated $40,000 free as word has spread around the tattoo community. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.